Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning into the Rockney cast, all you 15 listeners who are regularly tuning in. Um, for this episode, we're going to change gears a little bit. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, fasting. As many of you know, I've been fasting here for about a year and signaling its virtues, my uh, solving my high blood pressure, the loss of my um, high blood pressure medication. I'm no longer pre-diabetic. I lost a lot of weight. Um, my metabolic health has been a lot better and getting more incident sensitive. Mood's been great. So I've signaled a lot of its virtues. Thought it'd be good to go over some of the side effects, um, at least as reported by the media, which ones I've experienced, which ones I haven't. I am the guinea pig for you. And so you can sort of get a sense of whether fasting is going to be something for you, um, at least in terms of um, at least my own experience. But notice something I'm not doing. I'm not going over the risks of fasting. That's something you're going to have to do with your doctor. Going over the side effects, some of the negative things that can happen with fasting. And I'm going to report to you my experience. And yes, some of you are like, well, that's your experience. That's not my experience. We're all different. And of course we are. I do strongly believe in evolution. We all have individual variability. Uh, but it is my belief that we as human beings um, do share more in common than we do different things. And I think that a lot of times we get lost in this nuance of everyone's really different, which is true. There is individual variability. Again, I do believe in the principles of natural selection evolution and DNA and all that good stuff. But I think oftentimes we lose sight of how many things that we actually do have in common, that most of us have two eyes, that we have appetites, that we have similar systems, that people go to medical school to study things that hold generally true for most of us. So although it is my experience, I thought I'd share with you uh, the side effects that I've experienced, um, some of which were predicted, some of which weren't. And I'm going to go over some common perceived side effects by essentially critics of fasting that it's not clear to me whether they've ever actually fasted or they think that they may know about fasting or they may have done some crap study uh, relation, in relation to fasting. So I'm going to go over nine side effects. Uh, that have been listed in healthline.com, a supposed internet website. This is a really powerful medically-based podcast. I'm going over internet stuff. But, the, but these generally have been, if you read Web, WebMD, if you read Mayo Clinic, you know, they, they do talk about these as potential side effects. And again, query whether most of these people have actually fasted because the true experts in fasting, Dr. Jason Fong, Dave Asprey, uh, their description of the fasting process has generally matched mine. So although we have this individual variability, all I can say to you is so far what I've experienced has generally been consistent of what the true fasting experts like Dr. Jason Fung, Dave, Dave Asprey, um, you know, all the people in the keto space that do intermittent fasting. And so I think you can have some degree of confidence that that's going to be uh, for you. Again, if you're overweight um, or you have other health issues, I think fasting is worth a try. 
um, talk to your doctor, but it's been just totally life-changing for me. And that's why I'm sharing it so much with you. And I'm doing a podcast and I like talking about various topics, topics, one of which is fasting. So I've talked about the good stuff of fasting, lost weight, the um, reduction of blood pressure, the reduction of type 2 diabetes, blah, 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 a lot of benefits. But let's go over some of the perceived side effects and whether I have actually experienced them so you can get a sense of this. The first one, at least as reported by Healthline, is this question of hunger, that that's a side effect and the related phenomena of gorging. All I can tell you from my experience, this is 100% completely completely false, or maybe I should say 98% false. Here's, I think, where it's true. Um, obviously, there is a point where you do get hungry, and this is true. But I think once you break, basically, for the first two or three days, you can try it yourself by skipping breakfast. The first day is sort of hard, but it's not that hard. I and mean, we've all skipped breakfast before. And here's the thing is that as posited by the experts, Dr. Jason Fung, who is a nephrologist, um, so he's not just some Yahoo, so much of our hunger is hormone related and actually stimulated by food. And so our body starts adapting uh, to produce these hormones that produce satiety, like when we're full, when we're hungry, and a lot of times the hormone will be a single to make you hungry, um, as well as food itself with insulin spikes. Um, and so, and it depends upon the type of food you're eating. Certainly if you're gonna eat a lot of junk that is literally designed to get you addicted with salt and certain types of highly processed fat, you may experience a hunger, but if you just have super healthy, nutrient-dense foods, Hunger is not going to be an issue. And this is what scared me so much with fat. I don't know if it scared me, but that's why in the past, I really had no desire to do fasting because I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be total torture. It's, it's not only not torture, it is super easy once you get used to it. Not only is it super easy, the only risk with fasting, as I see it, uh, or at least should I say side effect, is that you'll do it too much. Um, there can be negative side effects from doing it too much in terms of your hormone levels, in terms of your stress response. So, there, so that's an issue. But hunger, in terms of um, that being an issue, it's just not. Try intermittent fasting. The first couple of days are hard, especially if you're going to do keto forward, you know, with the high fats, low carbs. It's not going to be difficult. Uh, now, again, my fasting app pretty much punts on this whole question of carbs versus fats versus these sorts of things. They're just basically saying, eat a healthy balanced diet. And they basically punt on all these various diet war things. But uh, hunger is not an issue. And the related issue of gorging, I'm saying in my experience, is categorically 100% false. This is something that happens when you don't fast, right? And you're like, you might skip a meal. Well, you're not fasting then. Or if you um, do overall calorie reduction, where you're just eating throughout the day and you're spiking your hunger hormones throughout the day, yeah, then you're going to probably feel like the desire to eat. But when you truly fast, like when I do the 16-8 method, for the most part, occasionally I do longer, occasionally I do shorter, which means that I um, don't eat for 16 hours and then I eat for eight hours. I don't gorge. And just you try it. You're not going to gorge, trust me, because 
when your body is truly physically hungry, because you do get hungry eventually, your body is actually craving nutrients. And so you truly are feeding the nutrients to your body. So gorging and hunger, not true, as Elise reported by moi. Isn't that true with all of us that la realidad est moi? That's in Span Francois. Uh, it is, a reality is us, is me. Okay, and so that's true with everyone. But I think my experience has been consistent with what the experts have predicted it would be. And so at least you can have some degree of confidence with that. Second, uh, dizziness, lightheadedness, and these sorts of things. I did experience a little of this when I started, but this is because I was on, this is that when I started at 300 pounds, I uh, was on two high blood pressure medications, hydrochlorothorazide, aren't you impressed that I can say that, and losartan, both of which were not working that well. I was just about ready to go to like this, like this horse pill losartan where you combine losartan and hydrochlorothorazide and like the next level up. I mean, I was on this sort of, you know, wheel up and up and up and up. So yeah, I did feel a little bit dizzy, but that's because as I started losing weight, my blood pressure started going down. And so my body was starting to react negatively to the excess of blood pressure medication. And so I took, I took myself off losartan. And then eventually, um, as it started to stabilize my blood pressure, I took myself off of the hydrochlorothorazide. And then my doctor recently confirmed it six months later with my good readings. Um, that's not an issue. So lightheadedness, don't worry about it. Here's the deal, people. The theorists of fasting talk about the way in which if you have natural fats, your body will produce the glucose that you, you need through gluconeogenesis. I'm not an expert on this, but just trust me, it will. Um, now, again, if you have any super you know, specialized needs like the diabetic or you have issues with low blood, blood pressure, obviously contact the doctor. But for the most part, your body is actually naturally fat adapted, but we've forgotten how to because we have access to all these high um, fructose corn syrup and sugar. So dizziness was not an issue. Third, digestive problems. This is a little bit of TMI, but I wanna tell you that uh, they talk about diarrhea, nausea, and bloating. False, false, constipation, a little bit of TMI. None of those things, not even an issue at all. Um, everything works just fine. No, diet, no bloating, I haven't reported it. In fact, all the sources I've read in the fasting space do not report this. Again, anything can happen. So maybe you're gonna be different. I talk to your doctor, but not an issue for me. Fourth, irritability. Pulse once again, not that people can't be irritable, um, certainly, again, the first couple of days when you're used to this, you know, being essentially a guinea pig where you're constantly on this hunger wheel. Yeah, those are the people that get hangry, people that need to eat every three hours. Yeah, because your body is literally on this little wheel where you're constantly thinking you need to eat and you don't need to eat. This notion of three meals on the day, I haven't done it for a year. I don't even know what that's like anymore. I'm never hangry. Um, sometimes I graze a little bit at six o'clock, but it's not an issue. So irritability is not only not an issue, one of the things you'll see with extended fasting is euphoria. You actually feel really good. Your body 
is you're not only not irritable, your mood is going to go through the roof. Now, why that is, I think the thought process is, at least again, in terms of the theorist, is that if you think about it, when we evolved for 3.5 million years and we needed to hunt, does it make sense that we would get depressed and sad? Or, or would it make sense that you're going to be alert and euphoric and feel good so that you can get out and you can hunt and you can kill a mastodon? Um, so it, irritability, it's not an issue. I'm probably in the best mood I've ever been in. Um, I get irritable at some other things, but not because I'm hangry, for sure. Fatigue, this is a big, fat no. It, you will not be tired. Trust me. This is, not only is this totally false, this is something that um, is just the opposite. And again, I think these people that write this, like either they've never fasted themselves or they're reading articles or whatever. But again, what makes you fatigued? Go have a big breakfast. You're going to feel fatigued. Trust me. Go have a huge carb-soaked lunch. You're going to be exhausted. When you don't eat, trust me, you have energy that is through the roof. I never get the afternoon well anymore at all. I don't remember when I've gotten the last afternoon nap. I, I used to be a big napper. Um, if you have a friend or family member that's a napper, like every afternoon, like there's some underlying health issues, trust me. I nearly guarantee you that if you're a consistent two hour, an hour a day napper, or you need to do on the weekend, which is what I used to do, um, you have health issues. You probably do. I mean, I, I don't mind having a nice little nap during the day sometimes, but for the most part, fatigue is just not an issue because again, when your body isn't digesting food, um, digestion takes a lot of blood. It takes a lot of energy. Um, it is something that we do when we're at rest and we're not meant to just sort of go on and about our day. So I think like in terms of the siesta in some Mediterranean countries, that's why they just realize you're just not going to be productive for a couple hours. So fatigue, big, fat, no. Okay, so this one's sort of hard and you may not want to get in close proximity to me when I confess that this one is actually true, at least in my experience, that has to do with bad breath. Yes, you do get um, bad breath, um, which does happen. But once you learn why this happens, you won't feel as bad about it. Basically, once you start burning fat and your body becomes fat adapted, like I think you produce this thing like called acetone and it gives you your breath sort of a chemically, a chemical taste. Um, yeah, it's pretty trippy because, you know, it's like, whoa, your body's doing these new metabolic things that it's not used to, but you can brush your teeth you can have mouthwash, like you can fix this. And plus, at least for me, it hasn't been permanent, but it, this, this, is, this is true. And um, you're probably not gonna wanna be in close proximity to me. Some of my bad breath that I have occasionally is coffee related. I mean, this is TMI people, but TMI for you, the friends of the Rocky cast. So bad breath is an issue, at least in my experience. So that, that, is, that is true. Sleep disturbance. Um, yeah, this is sort of true. Um, this does happen. I, 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 my deal with sleep is I sleep very, very well. I sleep about five to six hours a night. I think it's probably something I wish I could sleep more. Um, fasting is a stress on the body. Um, 
one of the guys in the fasting space, um, Thomas DeLauer talks about this as, um, yeah, it's a reality, but the other part of it is when you do sleep, you feel very rested, you get right up. So I haven't experienced the fatigue associated with not sleeping as much. It does, um, it does cause you um, some, it is a stress. And I think there can be some issues in terms of your thyroid level that I think I'm gonna do a deeper dive on and I continue to explore. Um, but it is a stress to your body. It's what we call the hormesis, the, the Kelly Clarkson hormesis issue. Um, and so this is an issue. Uh, but again, I sleep very well and I, I go to bed at about 9.30 or 10 and I wake up at like 4.30 or 5 and I feel great the whole day. So what, whatever the hell that means, as opposed to being 300 pounds and sleeping eight hours and being exhausted when I wake up and, you know, having high blood pressure and high blood sugar. I mean, what the hell? Is that worth the extra sleep and taking super long naps on a Saturday afternoon because I'm so fat and out of shape? And it's an easy decision. Eight is dehydration. This is total BS. Um, I think your body does flush more when you are fasting. But just drink good mineral waters. You know, um, Rob Wolf has a, a really good uh, uh, electrolyte. So I think it really is good to get you know, mineral water, electrolytes, these sorts of things to, to you know, be, make sure you're hydrated throughout the day. So that, that is an issue, but really no more than anyone else is eating a standard diet. I mean, I think it can be an issue for anyone who's drinking a lot of diuretics. I know just as a practical matter, uh, fat coffee does not break the fast. I am a coffee drinker. So yeah, that is something that I think you have to be worried about, um, at least to think about. But again, one thing with fasting, you get so mindful of your body, you start seeking out healthy mineral waters and those sorts of things. So dehydration is a thing. And malnutrition, this is total 100% garbage. I don't know who the hell writes this. Oh, this Healthline people, like, I, I don't know. Um, this is garbage. Now, obviously, if you don't eat forever, you're going to die, right? That's, so that isn't, I mean, obviously. So I'm not saying that. But this notion that if you're going to skip breakfast, you're going to be all malnourished, that's just total 100% complete garbage, especially if you're someone who has excess body weight. You have all of these nutrients stored in the form of fat. What in the hell? My sister doesn't like it when I swear on my podcast, but I'm going to anyway. What in the hell do you think fat is for? Fat is the stored nutrition that we have. Um, I'm no expert on nutrition. Uh, take a multivitamin, you know, take one of these health shakes, you know, you can get supplements, um, nutrient dense, um, get a good, you know, like um, Mark Hyman is a really good MD that does a lot of really good stuff in the, in the keto space. Um, he does something called the Keegan diet, eat a lot of veggies, eat a lot of natural meats, you'll be fine. It's not an issue. Um, and the 10th thing, again, this gets back to my first one is overeating. This is complete 100% garbage. It's not true. Um, you know, and again, on what planet are these people living at where you're like you know, in my space? So let's say when I was 300 pounds, someone's like, yeah, man, but, but you could overeat. Well, um, don't I already weigh 300 pounds? And don't I already have high blood pressure? And aren't I already on the path to type 2 diabetes? I don't know what they're talking about. I mean, so 
if there is a path where you can get down and you can lose 60 pounds and you can feel better than you've never felt before, it's just, it's just not a reality. And people, you know, when I've lost weight, a lot of you, maybe some of you think, oh, I'm going to rebound. You are thinking the conventional diet um, where you starve yourself, where you reduce calories and you do it throughout the day where you're in a constant state of hunger. It just does not happen in fasting. I'm not worried about gaining the weight back at all. Um, so you don't have to worry about me ballooning back up because I'm not struggling. Um, it's not hard. It's super easy. And I don't, and I don't have any super willpower. I didn't have any more willpower in my 46 year than in the years between 25 and 45, where I got, you know, really fat. So overeating is not an issue. And in fact, not only is it not an issue, here's the great thing about fasting is that, yeah, and you don't calorie count. Um, and so you can just have a really good guilt-free meal where you just eat till you're full. That's it. And you're not going to overeat. You're not going to, trust me. Um, you're you're going to just eat until you're full. And then you're not going to eat for like, you know, if it's the last meal, you want to eat for another 16 hours. And you're going to think, oh, well, that's really hard. And that's like, no, it's not. So I hope that you found this helpful um, because I think that, you know, anytime someone tries a new space, I know sort of what some of you are thinking. Oh, it's just a fad. It's not really like going to work. It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's garbage. It's bullshit. No, it's not. This is legit. Um, so if you, you know, when I was at Big Grove the other day, I saw a lot of dad bods and I was like, dudes, I was, I was there. I was totally there. And um, those guys, and they all, they all didn't really look that fat, really. They kind of dad bod. And, and the dad bod is a very specific thing, which is you don't have, some people are naturally obese, like that's a thing. You know, I, I totally accept that as case. But if you have beer, you have alcohol, you have a daily alcohol habit, nearly guaranteed you're going to have a dad bod. So um, it is true. You just got to stop drinking every day if, you, if you're going to be fasting. Um, but you can, you can, you can get out of this and it's totally reversible and losing weight becomes so easy that like you can almost do it at will. So as I get closer and closer to my target weight, which I think is going to be about 220, um, so it'll be just above what they say is ideal for me, which is about 210. Uh, I'm going to have to like keep my weight up, which is going to be really nice, but like you can literally, you can literally watch the scale go down and it's just becomes shockingly easy. So if you're interested in fasting, reach out to me at rockycast.gmail.com. I'm not going to give you any advice other than tell you to talk to your doctor. Let me give you a little aside on the whole talk to your doctor thing. Like, okay, that's an issue. Um, but one of the things I want to say is like, shouldn't McDonald's have to say, talk to your doctor before you eat this crap? Shouldn't someone who's selling soda say, talk to your doctor before you eat this complete you know, just hyper-processed, high-fructose corn syrup. I mean, yeah, you should talk to your doctor, but we're not, we're not talking brain surgery here. We're just talking about skipping breakfast. And yet people stay silent while people are eating Fruit Loops. What? You know, like at school, I'm all for school breakfast, um, especially some of, for some of our underserved communities, but then we're giving them sugar. I mean, I almost want to do a child needed assistance kit. If they're giving them sugar, fruit juice that is 
horrible way for them to start their day to get them addicted to, 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 to sugar in that way. So yeah, of course, talk to your doctor, especially, I think one of the things that is true, people with blood sugar issues, especially, um, you do have to be careful about that. But if you're otherwise generally healthy, get started. It's super easy. Um, I hope you're able to um, experience what I've experienced over this past year. And, um, you know, you can, you know, join on. And that's my goal is to get people interested in intermittent fasting. Uh, there's a ton of resources out there. I, I like Dr. Jason Fung, the fasted method. Dave Asprey, Fastest Way. He's not a nutritionist. And he does the Bulletproof Coffee stuff. It's a good book. There's a ton of good books out there. And there's some peer review here now too. Uh, Mark Matson, uh, one of the really smarty pants East Coast schools. Um, Johns Hopkins, I think is where he was. Tons of peer review on intermittent fasting. It's not hocus pocus, it's totally legit. Dr. Jason Fung, nephrologist, University of Toronto. He, pro he, he says Canadians at Toronto like a lot of other people, Toronto. Um, so there's a lot of real life-changing benefits of fasting. It's free. It's simple. It's anyone can do it. You're, you're just literally skipping breakfast away. It can completely change your life. So it has been a while since we've checked in. Friends of the Rocking Cast, thank you so much. All of you 15 hearty listeners that continue to, test, to check in. If you've made it this far, please give me your reviews on iTunes. Please spread the word. I do get a penny per ad on each one of these things. So the more and more we grow our audience, the more and more um, we're going to be able to deliver high quality content to you and appreciate so much your time that you tuned into the Rocky Cast. I know we have taken a little bit of a hiatus, but we will be continuing to do high quality content for you. Uh, we're going to have Jack Johnson, uh, discuss legendary Jack Johnson with my friend Adam Pollock here pretty soon. I'm going to continue to do a lot of good episodes on Ulysses S. Grant, Abraham Lincoln. It's going to have a history component, of course, stoicism, uh, whatever I'm learning. Um, and if you don't like it, then do not turn in, tune in. But if you do, please do continue to turn in um, because I so enjoy putting on this content for you. So friends, uh, it is a Thursday night, the weekend's coming, and I hope you're able to tune into this Rocky cast as you enjoy your weekend. Much gratitude to you, and I hope, we'll, hope that you all continue to have a wonderful, inspiring life, and that we continue to share uh, what we're co-creating here together on the Rocky Cast. Until next time on the Rocky Cast. <laughs>